Welcome to Garbage Film. That's a perfect Richard Attenborough for those uh, curious. Uh, this is the show that seeks to prove that Artie and Trashery movies have a lot in common. You don't need to enjoy just one or the other. So we will take this week's movie, which you probably already know what it is, and pair it with something Artie or Trashier. Hope that you discover an unexpected new favorite, or at the very least, get some entertainment. I'm Nick, one of your hosts, and with me, as always, is the clever girl to my Brachiosaurus with a sinus problem. Erin is here. Hi, Erin. Hello. How are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good, because this is our little anniversary episode. Right. We're one whole friggin' year old. <laughs> one friggin' whole year old. One friggin' whole year. <laughs> we've aged so poorly. Uh, yes, we have. <laughs> Yeah, we've got whatever the fast aging genetic splice is that they put into the dinosaurs. I thought you're just referencing a certain beach that makes oh. you a little old. Um, <laughs> I have never been to a beach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're too white to go to a beach. Yeah. Burn instantly. And I hate sand, which uh. is a different movie. <laughs> Lots of uh, around the idea of we're doing lots of blockbustery stuff this month there because it's summertime and we just felt like talking a lot about a lot about spielberg for the next couple weeks indeed we did and what better way to do our year anniversary episode than talk about one of our very favorites of all time jurassic park john the kind of control you're attempting is uh, it's not possible listen if there's one thing the history of evolution has taught us it's that life will not be contained life breaks free it expands to new territories and it crashes through barriers painfully maybe even dangerously but uh Oh, there it is. You're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed? No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. <laughs> it's such a, a class. This is the first movie that I remember not being allowed to see certain parts of it because oh, my too. parents thought it was too scary. You too? Yeah. <laughs> what parts were you verboten? Uh, the T-Rex the bites the lawyer on the toilet. Yes, that toilet was, lawyer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my call for... Yeah, that that part is the one that really sticks out. Or at least that I remember that, like being on TV and then my parents being like, no, 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 off, oh. off, off. <laughs> I don't know why they thought it was fine up until that point. Yeah. But. There's a lot of, like, there's a, you know, kids get scared of just whatever. Brains are mm. still mush at that point, but... My brain is still mush. I, and it does not get better Remarkably consistent. <laughs> and, like, the, the weirdest stuff can be scary as a kid. Mm. And so I feel like I, I saw the lawyer toilet part later, <laughs> and I was like, this is fine. Come on. Yeah. Come on. There's not, like... The most you get is later on them being like, oh, I think this is Gennaro. And like, yeah. oh, I think this is it. This is him too. Like, that's the most That's the get. most graphic yeah. it gets, yeah. Other but than Nedry would... stuff. Like, the very... Yes. Uh, him getting, him getting uh, ganked. Yeah, uh, like, his eyes acided out. Mm. That's... That... When you realize that's a possibility as a child, like, that's... You're introducing a whole new thing to be afraid yeah. of. It's, almost, it's way worse. And, like... You know, seeing pieces of Samuel Jackson, like <laughs> oh, yeah. that's fine. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, but I know for my sake, at uh, the age that I saw Jurassic Park, I had already seen Aliens that had right? already okay. passed. Like, so you were already destroyed. Yeah. yeah, 
my imagination had shut down. It was not letting new stuff in. Still coping with that. I cannot take any more fears at this time. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, it, this never seemed like a scary movie to me. Like, mm. honestly, it didn't occur to me that it is a scary movie. That it, right, sure. Until that much later. be scared of it. Yeah, but I think it's got that, like, that blockbuster sheen that removes a lot of the scariness. But, like, it's the, the difference between suspense and scare to me. Uh, yes, like, sure. Yeah. You'll you'll pay for your whole seat, but you'll only use the edge. I don't know why you <laughs> insist on keeping this thing alive. No, you you're mean right. me? This <laughs> thing? <laughs> this thing. <laughs> so let's talk about it then. Let's, let's, let's do talk about it. Run through it. So uh, I always remember this as being from 1992, but it's not. It's from 1993. Ho, ho. Ho, ho. All right. Screenplay by Michael Crichton, who wrote the original novel, and David Kopp, but uh, Michael Crichton's the big name here. I was a big Crichton head as a kid. <laughs> Spent time in a lot of airports? Where <laughs> <laughs> do you accumulate? Like, you just get Crichton books at garage sales, right? It, you, know, no, you know what it was? Is I, I did, like... One of my first book reports in my life was on Jurassic Park. Oh, Because okay. I was, this will surprise absolutely nobody, I was the kid who was like, actually the book is pretty different from oh what's happening. I was nine, but I'm... <laughs> but you had insider info. I did, it's yeah. very valuable at nine years old. Loved this and like Sphere was a great one. Never seen the movie, but uh, uh. this and like... The second Jurassic Park book was is like entire like no relation to the, the second movie really. Mm. That was my like big uh, fun fact thing as a kid. And <laughs> did you guys know? Did you guys know? Uh, so yeah, big on. I know way too much about Michael Crichton for some reason. I mean, fair. He was he was everywhere for a little while. He was. He still continues to be. I think. He still right? continues to be everywhere. I think. Yeah. yeah. yeah mostly in airports, I believe. He yes. Says. Yeah, airports but, and garage sales. Big, like, we were at a, like, church market sale, like, the Michael Crichton books laying around that sale. Yes. <laughs> Very appropriate. That's where yes. he lives these days. Has written so many of them, and they all end up in cardboard boxes. <laughs> Everyone on Earth has read one. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. You can picture the, the paperback covers. Yep. <laughs> uh, this is, of course, starring Sam Neill. I was convinced he was American for a very long time. I even know. Though it's not, like, the best American accent. It's not that convincing, <laughs> but I think as a kid, you just don't, yeah, yeah. pick up on it. Uh, Laura Dern. This is, this is where I met all of these people for the first time, I'm mm. realizing. Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Richard Attenborough. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Wayne Knight, B.D. Wong, and then the faces we don't see as often, but Bob Peck and Martin Ferrero are oh, yes, there sure. too. Right. Uh, and of course, I think this would have been, I don't know if I would have seen Star Wars at this age, but like probably the first time I really remembered a John Williams score. Ah, nice. So, a solid one to start with. Yeah. Some sweet banging tunes in there. Yeah. yeah. I really feel like this is this is a... We were saying, you know, as a kid, and oh, this is the first time that I saw, like, you could come to this movie at any time, and the score would be just as impactful oh, when yeah. you watch it for the first time. You know? Big time. And, like, it is, I feel like there's a good, this is, there's a good way of this happening and a bad way of this happening. It's a really, like, I'm going to emotionally manipulate you. Like, yes. John Williams yeah. is sitting there and, like, okay, in this scene, I'm going to make them cry when they yeah. see the Brachiosaurus. <laughs> like, that's... It's good when he does it. It's it's fine. I'll give him a pass. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm like, don't stay away from my emotions. Stop. How dare you? You're not the puppet master. I am. <laughs> I'll hand the reins over to John Williams for this. Uh, so let's run. Let's just talk about the movie and what happens in it and stuff. Uh, I know that like. To me, the only part, just saying that nothing of this is a scary movie, the opening is the only part that I remember feeling like, oh, this is scary. Sure. Uh, this is uh, the handler, the gatekeeper getting killed by what we learned to, is eventually a velociraptor. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, which uh, with a lot of like cattle prods and. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, I actually don't. I think this was one of the parts I was not allowed to watch because oh, it I was too scary. That. Yeah, it's it's always like, oh yeah, this part. <laughs> yeah, when I go to watch it again. <laughs> you always think it's going to start out on the dig site, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, but, it's really it's really tense though. It's very like there are. 300 armed guards start standing around like they are not fucking around and you can tell that they had like health and safety training because yeah. he's shouting at like okay first step move yeah. the gate forward they actually <laughs> Muldoon is one of the only people on this fucking island who <laughs> has a sense of like there are rules for a reason yeah the only one and he gets eaten for his troubles but this is the only time I'm gonna side with a big game hunter but yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair, yeah. <laughs> making me make some real hard decisions here, Spielberg. But Curse you, Spielberg, making me care about the most. <laughs> <laughs> the big game. I know, yeah. So they're very like, oh my god, okay, you know, this, you have to, this is the advance guard for whatever cargo we have. And, and I, I know, I like, a child doesn't appreciate this, but as an adult, I'm like, yeah, this makes sense. The investors are afraid of a lawsuit from this guy dying, so that's why they have to do the safety tour or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so we see Gennaro talking to a young Miguel Sandoval uh, <laughs> on a dig site. Um, so fresh-faced. Yep. Uh, but we, we uh, fast forward to... Um, the lawyer invites rock star mathematician Ian Malcolm, which is... They say it so much. We're, did we just, like, discover a branch of mathematics at the time the book was written or something like that? Where, Maybe. Like, were we really trying to... I don't know. Yeah, I do not... I, I feel like it's got to be referencing someone or something. Maybe, but, like, it just makes yeah. me think of, like, David Blaine. Yeah. <laughs> that's who he dresses like. Yeah. yeah. Good mother, that's why. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's very, like... Well, okay, sure. <laughs> Hammond, the wealthy uh, trillionaire, quadrillionaire, how much does it cost to make a dinosaur, Uh, invites uh, Alan Grant after uh, Alan finishes torturing a child. Uh, (laughs) Okay, wait, hold on. (laughs) I do really enjoy that scene for, like, he takes so much glee in doing it, and you can... When he starts in on this kid who's like, oh, raptors aren't that scary. Which, why is there a child on this dig site? Is that normal? Uh, I assume he's like a Doogie Hauser type. He's a young paleontologist. <laughs> he's one of their, yeah, <laughs> top paleontologist. He, when he starts in on this kid, he like squares up and starts walking towards him slowly. Laura Dern goes, oh, not again. <laughs> I'm just like, how many times are you going to let this person like traumatize a, a kid Dr. for Grant's being a been shitty kid? kicked out of three states so far for... <laughs> He's undercover. Uh, and paleobotanist oh, Ali Sadler, yes, she gets to come yes, along right. too. Uh, and then we arrive at uh, Jurassic Park and... Yeah. Yeah. I the, the thing that I always kind of forget about this is not... It's not that they're so excited. Like, they're kind of, you know, they're a little bit skeptical mm. of, of Hammond when he shows up. Because he just appears out of nowhere. Like, he takes a yeah. helicopter to the dig site. And Starts like, eating their fucking food. Yeah, he's in their kitchen just, like, rummaging. And the way that he gets them to say yes is he bribes them yeah. by offering to fund their their research. Didn't I like shout red flag when we were watching yes, this? Yes, <laughs> and believe you me, I have a collection of all the red flags. Oh, very good. Just for Hammond alone. <laughs> that mean he is not qualified to run this business. But yeah, he's like, they don't want to go. No. They're not interested. And I know, you know, it's just they don't think he has literal dinosaurs. But <laughs> he has to bribe them with like... Imagine, you know, your your grant funding is going to get taken away. They're, yeah. like, at the end of their project, and 
And he's like, no, I can keep it going. Like, that is that is just the holy grail. Like, a man comes down from out of the sky and funds your All project. All in white. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, let's see where this goes. Okay, yeah. fine. Having worked in grants for a couple of years mm-hmm. now, yeah, that's... If somebody says, we'll just fund you for three years, you just say yes. You do not ask any yeah. further questions. Okay. If somebody says they're going to fund you for one year, you say yes. Let mm-hmm. alone, what does he say, three or five? For a further three years. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, you're taking that deal. It's a good deal. He's very manipulative right off the bat. Uh, and speaking right off the bat, a thing that I love about this movie mm. is, and I know that there's no other way to really do this, but that we get to the park and it's just like, here's a dinosaur. Like, we're, we're there's no, <laughs> there's lots of mystery, but there's no like, ooh, does he have them? Doesn't he? Like, sure. just showing them immediately so that your appetite is whetted and you're just like, show me more dinosaurs. And then you're you know, yeah. kind of yeah. like left in a lurch without them for a little bit. You get to experience the like, the glee of... The doctors seeing the Brachiosaurus and then the, yes. the crushing disappointment of every fence they pass later on of like, <laughs> no dinosaur. So no dinosaur. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. Instead of putting the non-appearing dinosaurs up front. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's such a, like, huge, huge, huge moment, right? Like mm. you said, it makes you, like, f- emotional every single time oh, you watch yeah. it. It's yeah. just, like, the perfect, yeah. And then there is this sense of, like... The island is so big, and we're seeing just a very small amount of it. Where are they all? Like, where there's this sense that, like, you don't... Your your grounding has been totally taken (laughs) away from you. Like, you don't know what you're about to see or or not see, as the case may be. Like, it's it's so... You feel very untethered from that point forward, right? Yeah, you could literally turn around, and there is... A new best friend that wants to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> Though I like that. I, I do like that a lot. Like, yeah. here they are, folks. <laughs> and I know everyone says, but, like, the, the effects hold up magnificently. Yeah, like... like it's, it's simply ridiculous. That first Brachiosaurus shot is probably, like, the one that holds up the least, just because of the lighting. But There's it's like, a couple it, of, like, mildly yeah. suspect stop motion velociraptor pieces those don't bother me nearly as much as the cg stuff no yeah it's something about the lighting on cg wasn't and we still Mm. haven't figured it out but like it wasn't really (laughs) there yet and that's Mm. the part that i find distracting okay okay i yeah i got i got no complaints about this whatsoever (laughs) i like the little subtle shake of the camera when its feet come back down to the ground. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so good. It is. It, it, like, I am such a little goon that it makes me, like, a little teary each time and, like... Oh, totally. Like it, you said, it's clearly designed <laughs> to do that. That's what they want, but, like, mm, they're good at it. And I know we've got a lot to say about the music later on, both yes. of us do, but the just that this is like a theme that hasn't existed in the movie yet too yeah, is really yeah. like really enhances the impact of it. I love it. Yeah. It's great. Uh, and think, speaking of things we absolutely love, we go to the visitor's center and meet Mr. DNA. <laughs> I love this guy. I don't I don't know who his voice actor is. Oh, I know yeah, I looked it up it once and it was just like a person, but like <laughs> just so distinctive of a voice like this British scientist has a mascot from Atlanta, Georgia for some reason? Like, what is the scoop here? Uh, like, probably at least once, a, at minimum, once every two or three days, I'll just turn to you and say, it's in your blood! It's in your blood! <laughs> Dinosaur! Dinosaur! <laughs> 
Love it. It's so funny. I love Mr. DNA. It's so funny because it's such a like little childish. I love the the idea that this is specifically being marketed towards kids. Mm, yeah. And they say that many many times. Like I'm you know my target audience is here. That's why he invites his grandkids or whatever. Yeah. Actually, my suspicion is that his children no longer talk to him, so he occasionally gets the grandkids to visit. <laughs> That's my. Some light kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> Some mild child endangerment, you know. To a tropical island where there's mm-hmm. no extradition treaties. Yeah, put the kids in the helicopter, yeah. <laughs> Again, red flag upon red flag, but yeah. it's fine. Um, but yeah, this like very cutesy little mascot and like doing the the run through of like, what is DNA? What is cloning? Mm. What is, you know, clearly geared toward kids. So from, from the word go, this death trap of a park <laughs> was meant to have children in it. Yeah. Like actively, that was supposed to be what most of the people in the park are. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> just a park like mostly full of kids. Yeah. Just with the most dangerous setup in the world. Oh my like, God. Uh, it's so, uh, there's so many things that like you, <laughs> I know we both love to do this. Like you take a kernel of an idea in a movie, and we just really drill down sure. into into it. And this yeah. is exactly it. like there's no real attention drawn to that, other than the one target audience line. Sure, but it is clearly the intention, which only enhances all the thematic stuff in it. I think, yeah, yeah. I think so, totally. Like it's it's very like no, like childlike wonder. It's just isn't this cool? Isn't it cool? Like okay, sure, but does that outweigh literally <laughs> everything else that's wrong with this? No, it does not. And it works on the on a, even our adult friends. They're also gleeful and ecstatic. They're breaking the ride to like, yeah. jump out and see eggs, <laughs> which I personally love because the, what is it? I can't remember if it's Hammond or the lawyer, but they go, oh, they can't do that. Like, uh-huh. yeah. And <laughs> later on, we find out like, oh no, don't worry, the dinosaurs can't mate. They can't do that. Like, they are going to do whatever they fucking please. Yeah. <laughs> Example, like, we broke your fucking little yeah. room over here. <laughs> we broke your little ride. Like, the the idea, this guy is so up on his high horse that, mm. like, the idea that anyone else has agency or can make decisions, he's yeah. like, no, they'll do what I tell them to do. Like, absolutely not. Never in the history of man. What yeah. are you doing? God, Hammond is Where'd such a idea? great character because he is symp- you can sympathize with him totally. a lot. But, but also, he's also he's stupid as hell. A dumbass. Like, uh, the poster boy for if you want a sympathetic billionaire, this is it. This is the best you're getting. And it's a fucking moron con yeah, man. The absolute <laughs> best you could hope for is that he's criminally stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's as good as it's going to get with a billionaire. And, like, this is coming from me who, like, I like this character a lot. I know. Well, that's the thing. Like, you, you totally understand why he thinks this. He's just never had... He needs the people to say... Okay, well, maybe not so much this or that, and but then he's like, but I don't need to listen to you. Like, and eh. yeah, he's clearly not had anybody disagree with him for a long time. Yeah. Like he's paying all of his scientist lackeys who are, you know, just because you could doesn't mean you should. Yeah, and they're all into it because he's their boss and he pays for them. But as soon as we get past the like the raptor hatching scene and yeah. all that, we go to our like chili and seagrass, uh, whatever the meal they're having is. Yeah, right. Uh, sea bass, not seagrass. Uh, <laughs> <Can be> seagrass. <laughs> And uh, everybody is pushing back at him, and he's getting so frustrated he's because so he doesn't mad. know how to discuss things. Well, because he's only surrounded himself with people who, like, this is their life's work, or yeah. this is what they, like, all they needed was the money to fund their own research. And he's like, okay, you can have the money, but it has to, you have to be working towards this goal that's bad. You have to make like, me a fucking zoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, again, if someone just descends from the sky and hands you, like, billions of dollars to do this research that 
the money is the only thing holding you back from achieving these things. Like, are you going to say no? You're not really no. dealing with a person who has, like, you're taking away their agency to say no. And that's the only kind of person he interacts with regularly. And yeah, it, it is, I always forget how, like, they're having dinner after the tour. Like, oh, what'd you think? Mm-hmm. And they're all like, are you fucking insane? Yeah. Here are all the reasons from all our varying viewpoints why this is yeah. bad. Yeah, like, I love the specific uh, Ellie getting to mention, like, you have a plan mm-hmm. out here that hasn't existed for billion millions of billions of years yeah. and you picked it because it looks nice what if it like is toxic yeah we're all dead like uh, what, <laughs> what do you want yeah there's there's plants in the lobby yeah. that could kill a human you know what it is it's 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 not understanding a full system of something yes yeah. which is a like you want a goddamn metaphor that's still real good today <laughs> that's just like oh well we'll cherry pick this one thing and and now it's good because we did the one thing right like yeah but this one thing influences literally, literally everything in the everything world else. you <laughs> yeah. cannot exist these can't exist in a vacuum at all yeah but you want them to because it makes you money and it makes you feel like you you know a little proud papa and you know this is the perfect like you, there are so many other plot lines or premises that could have the same theme but feel not as effective, but the fact that mm. it's dinosaurs and everybody wants dinosaurs that like, <laughs> I know, we're sitting I here like. watching going like, yay, dinosaurs. <laughs> Never, no, bad. Never do it, but yay. Like, it's so... <laughs> like, would you go? I'd go. I, I'd totally go. go. <laughs> Even with like the track, like... <laughs> We've all we've all read about Action Park, probably. Oh my God! If you haven't, go set aside fifteen minutes and Action go down a Wikipedia park, hole. New Jersey, yes. yeah, the the amusement park mm. slash water slide park that had to buy its own ambulance because people were dying or getting injured that often. So often. <laughs> But people still went. Yeah. People knew full well, and they still went. And like, yeah, and that's just water slides. I'd still go. Right. Water slides can't bite you. <laughs> oh, these did. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I yeah, there's a there's a full like it looks like, oh, this project is over. Yeah, they're not going to sign off on it, so it's done. And that's kind of that's where they like. Okay, well, go fine, on. I'm just going to go hang out with my grandkids instead. Like, it, it should have been over yeah. at that point. It should have been done. But then the kids are there, and he wants to show off his little park. So mm-hmm. they go on their little doomed tour there where nobody, no dinosaurs appear. Classic yeah. zoo situation. He's sending them out while a tropical storm is approaching? Yeah, like... well, this is, it's the... <laughs> The same, like, oh, that won't affect me. I'm right, the yeah. main character. <laughs> and, like, you are, but, like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm fine. You're not supposed to know that. <laughs> yeah, well, the only dinosaur we get to see is the sick triceratops. Yeah. Sick trike. <laughs> yeah, which is... They get to touch them. It's the first yeah. dinosaur that they get to touch. And this is, like, they're all still... They're coming off of their angry moral discussion, and, but then they see the dinosaur, they're like, yay, dinosaur! <laughs> I'm gonna get out of the car! <laughs> What's... Particularly wild to me is that this is after the T Rex paddock. Mm. They they you know don't see the T Rex. The next thing they they go into is the trike enclosure, mm. and they're perfectly happy to just get out of the car and wander, knowing that T Rexes are on the tour. <laughs> insane yeah, choice, but all right. Very insane choice. But there aren't any fences on this one, right? It's no. just a, yeah, it's just no. a like. Which again, why? <laughs> Why not? It's the, to... the creature with three spears on its face? You're not gonna... There is a place near us uh, in 
Ontario called African Lion Safari, <laughs> which I feel like this portion of Jurassic Park is modeled after. And African Lion Safari <laughs> is a place where like you just drive through and you drive you through the car. the cages. You drive through yeah. the, the enclosures. They're not cages. They no, they're are not. yeah. So like monkeys are sitting on your car and yeah. uh, there's a lot of like never roll down your windows. Do never not roll them. down your windows. My God. And, like the people that get hurt there, like the shit that those monkeys break. <laughs> <laughs> They'll rip like they, they recommend that you don't rent a car and go yeah because like monkeys will just rip the windows off of your car if it's possible to like fold your side mirrors in so yeah. that they don't see them as things to like pull off yeah like all this stuff like and these monkeys are like what 15 pounds 20 pounds maybe yeah <laughs> and they're used to people and they were brought up by people yeah, not uh, several ton triceratops yes yep. what I, I a thing i do love about this scene is that like again this insanely dangerous park is like on the verge of opening mm. you know they've their opinions are the only thing keeping it shut right now yeah. tropical storm incoming they're in charge of children on this like unmanned driver <laughs> tour and still the the scientists are like oh my god yeah. i gotta touch the dinosaur like, and ellie's like oh he's not feeling good let's yeah. let's get him feeling better <laughs> It's so funny. Like, yeah. Grant just does nothing but just put his ear on the dinosaur. <laughs> like, wow. Wow. And just immediately turn into like, yeah, yeah, the scientific curiosity is, is too powerful. And it's been a, quite a long time since I've like actually sat and watched this. And it's mm. really nice to see, like, Grant doesn't get stuff to do till later on. But, like, Laura Dern is, like, right up there being like, no, I'm in charge. Uh, I'm going to fix stuff. Yeah. Like, that everybody gets their moment to shine. And, like, yeah, yeah Ian Malcolm gets his legs broke or whatever but and like the experts get to be right about the thing and yes. all the shitty billionaire shit gets washed out like <laughs> this is all bad and i mean again this is stuff we see all the time in movies now but like this is coming off of i feel like the 80s was a big don't trust experts or institutions period mm, of movies sure i'm i'm Lots thinking like, like ghostbusters <laughs> the epa sure. is the enemy like there's right. a lot of that kind of thing government paranoia and stuff and yeah you know yeah. if they're an expert then they're not to be trusted and this is a real like then they're no hiding something yeah. yeah like they're just experts and it's they're hard to like describe things. these things yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah science is just squiffy yeah <laughs> yeah i know i i like it a lot they they're actually good at their jobs and, yeah yeah and then there's Rare another to see. yeah it is rare to see because we're more used to seeing the other kind of expert, which is Dennis Nedry, who's doing corporate <laughs> espionage. He's still really good at his job. He's just a shithead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and this is the other, like, the billionaire wants to, is putting such a uh, really huge emphasis on let's make it automated, as little staff as possible. Uh, and like, this is yeah. what you get. <laughs> like, don't worry, it's fully automated. Okay, what does that mean, though? Yeah. What does that mean? Does that mean that someone is not there to keep track of what's happening? Fucking running Jurassic Park on DOS. Like, this is... Yeah, I mean, they it was 1993, but like... They didn't even have Windows 98 yet. And they're trying to run a Jurassic Park on this thing. I know. It, it smacks of like, I heard, uh, you know, computer words, and so I figured that would work for... Again, uh, just not understanding what a system is and how pieces interlock. Yep. And quite frankly, like, the idea that... The whole time he's been really trying to like allay their fears by saying, "Don't worry, like the all of the security, like there's so many security systems in place. Everything is automatic. Like we have a hub, you know, <laughs> to track these things." Billionaires love a hub. They love a hub. Yeah, <laughs> it's one guy. It's one <laughs> it's, guy yeah. that you don't pay very well. Yeah, 
who resents working for you. Oh my god. What are you oh doing? Oh my god. Like, as an operations person, <laughs> this movie makes me want to die. Like, you've got a real strong, like, Nedry made some bad choices, but he was right. <laughs> yes, I know. Don't make me side with Dennis. I know. It's, oh, it's fucking crazy. Like, the idea that the thing you're relying on, the thing you're talking up is like, don't worry, no one will die because these systems, like, oh, are in the hands of a man who hates you? <laughs> One man who hates who you? Who constantly like, warns no you that, like... No security backups, no nothing. <laughs> and he's constantly warning them, oh, to fix that thing, I need to take the park offline. Like, yeah. he says that two or three times before he actually has to do it. Yeah, and, like... <laughs> The what the system can't come back online if Dennis Nedry is not at his own desk. That's a way. What he's to... just gonna sit there for twenty four hours? Like this is an, an absolutely insane setup. It's crazy that yeah. <laughs> my other yeah my other red flag in the like security hub is Samuel L. Jackson saying so that's number what is it one hundred and fifty one on the list of bugs we have to sort out for today. For today you have how many how many bugs and this is the thing you're relying on to keep your grandkids mm. safe like even why would you send your own grandkids you should know better. <laughs> Yeah, get some randos. <laughs> Don't mind like, naming them. Right, like at least <laughs> that's that's more the person with money thing. Where like, yeah, throw somebody True. else's yes. you know loved ones at it. So how many people do you think oh work God. at Jurassic Park? Because there is before um, well. when we were talking about the tropical storm coming down, Sam Jackson does do a like. PA park wide uh-huh. announcement of like, you know, everybody head to the boat now. Yeah. We'll stay behind and it's the like five person team. Yeah. So like how many pe- how many people do you legitimately think not scientists, but how well, many like operations, like park, park rangery type. types do you think you got in here? I don't know. I can't get a sense of how big the island is, but I would mm. think like I don't know, they've got so many people on deck for the raptor arrival, like Oh, uh, that's true. Two hundred all told? Like including like electricians and rangers mm. and uh, I guess uh, do the do the veterinary team count? Like, oh, they're kind of in the middle, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they're kind of like ranger vet types. Yeah, like I, I think they have way more scientists than support staff. Yes, is the thing, which another is, classic thing. Oh, baby, <laughs> <laughs> we're venting our real life feelings on this podcast. <laughs> About workplaces. Yes. Um, yeah, it's it's all good. And, well, like, the scientists, yes, you can pay them very well and pay lots of them. But if you don't pay the person to turn on the electricity in the morning, <laughs> what are your scientists going to do? Yeah. So I, 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 I don't think it's a good ratio. No. Whatever the number is, it's a bad ratio. You said 200. I was thinking, like, 50. there's, like, 30. Yeah. <laughs> And they Maybe need 200. Like, right, that's what, exactly, yeah. Because the th- they have, it's well established that there's 15 dinosaur species on the island. Oh, is it? So, okay. Yeah. All right. That's in the Nedry uh, Dodgson, we got Dodgson here scene. Oh, they yes, say right, right. All 15 all 15. Embryos. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. So okay. we only see six, I think, or something like that, six or seven. Yeah, not that many. Still pretty good. I like that. I, I get the sense that there's a, a lot of, like, like, you know, small to mid-sized dinosaurs running around that we don't really... Yeah, maybe they're not ready yet. Like, they keep cloning them. Oh, they keep coming yeah. out without arms. Like, that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Yeah. But we got raptors. So let's just burn <laughs> oh, through good. that genetic stock. <laughs> That's a real, like, don't worry. Like, we have content. We can use the, like... No. Oh, fuck. No. We'll do a soft launch. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> they are soft launches. They are soft yeah. launches. Uh, oh, Jesus. Good old bug-filled soft launches. Yeah, red flags abound. So, yeah, obviously Dennis is the weak link here. Yes. Not even entirely of his own fault. No. 
circumstances because real life is real life. You can't separate it to make your own dinosaur island. No matter how much money you have. We're here to tell you that. <laughs> don't think about it. Uh, I don't know if you hadn't learned yet, but... <laughs> I have got a movie for you, Jurassic Park. You will learn a lesson. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, so Nedry does his, like, corporate espionage cyber escape uh, time, which uh, the soundtrack out of this I really like because it's all synth stuff. It's so cool. Yeah. I went, like, I had always watched it on just a terrible sound system, essentially. Yeah. And, yeah, you either have to have a really good sound system or you have to just actively go listen to the soundtrack. But it is, it's like this very, like, James Bondy like cool escape from the you yeah. know he's got a really neat like i'm doing espionage <laughs> theme song it's very cool and yeah. it is all percussive and like synth waves and stuff and i love a good synth that is that leans into the synthiness that's yes. not trying to be an instrument it's really like no this is electronic yeah doesn't do it <laughs> yeah it's very cool yeah I love that stuff. And he uh, just, like, shuts off the power, takes off, and he meets his new best friend. <laughs> and the last friend he ever meets. Ah, the spookiest one. The Dilophosaurus. I don't care for these guys. These guys freaked me the fuck out yeah. as a kid. Yeah. Still, like, the way that it's lit in here, it feels very, like, I think about Peter Jackson directing the Lord of the Rings movies as, like, mm. really genre horror-y in some yeah. points. And this feels like that of, like, the the <laughs> yeah. all the lighting from below looks very, like, campsite ghost story. Yeah. I love it. I think this is also one of the parts where, well, we'll get to it, but the, there's no music, right? There's no music for, like, Dilophosaurus attack. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So it's just the set, like, this very, like, squeaky, you can hear the sizzle of the acid in his face. Mm. And before he gets Dilophosaurus, uh, <laughs> all you're hearing is the sounds around. It's such a good, like, okay, we'll pull all, it's been, like, wall-to-wall music during Nedry's yeah, escape, yeah. and then we'll pull it all out. And you're just hearing the environments that you're cued for when the Dilophosaurus comes mm-hmm. along, and you hear that like little really cute chirping noise it yeah. makes. It's great. <laughs> it it is pretty cute at first. Yeah, it's got that that thing where it's a little too large for the shape it is. Yeah, I don't. It's like seeing one of those you know prehistoric cockroaches. Uh. You're like, no, like I'd be okay if you were like twenty percent smaller. I don't, <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for placing Sorry. that image back yeah. in my head. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I do really like the soundscape just in general. It's mm. obviously John Williams, great. Um, but the sound engineering too is yes. so, yeah, so solid. And like it's loud out in the jungle. Like yeah. there's it's pouring rain. There's you know, he's crashed a car and he's trying to like rev the wheels and like you know, slopping around in the mud and and birds and bugs and stuff. Like, it's mm-hmm. quite loud. There's never a point where it's like, oh, he's alone, therefore, like, no, you are never alone outside. Yeah, you can tell a person who has, like, spent time in, in a natural setting that's yeah. designing sounds to, like, really draw that out. To be like, naturalistic, yeah. The only time you're ever getting, like, full quiet in nature is, like, if you are in a blizzard, snow-covered area. Sure. That's, like, yeah. the middle of the day when things are asleep. Because otherwise, all you're hearing all the time are bugs and rustling and... Birds. Bird. Oh, God, yeah. birds are so loud. Birds are so <laughs> loud. And they are little dinosaurs, <laughs> That's so. true. Yep. So it makes sense to mention it in a Jurassic Park episode. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then we say bye-bye to Nedry. And I do, like, it feels like it's untidy in a way where we're used to, like, everything having to tie up and be mm. very, you know, yeah, nice little package Resolve. blockbuster. Yeah. But just, like, we're halfway through the ne- the movie. Nedry is dead. Corporate espionage <laughs> yeah. is gone. The embryos are gone. Like, it's just, like, eh, who knows? Yeah. 
open oh, systems. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I, I kind of like about that, you know, dinner scene where they're all like, mm. absolutely not. What <laughs> the fuck? Is it just feels like, oh, that's the end of that story. You know, this this dream is over. Yeah. And it is at that point, but there's movie left. and you know, So much. <laughs> yeah. It's got a very interesting arc and I like it a lot. Yeah thematically where it's like okay not only is it a bad idea you're gonna find out why it's a bad idea <laughs> yeah this isn't even like the movie to prove it's a bad idea it's no, the first no. act is it's a bad it's idea let's watch it fall out <laughs> <laughs> and for your pride and hubris here is what you <laughs> you will pay yeah i also really like the shot of the mud covering the mm. can of like nature is absorbing that shit back into itself yep. yeah yep They'll just die in there and become vitamins, I guess. Give birth to itty-bitty tiny little dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> That's not... Uh, I may have a confusing... Mr. DNA didn't get into a lot of the <laughs> specifics yet. I The ride broke. I was waiting for... <laughs> I also just sidebar from like back, you know, mm. Dodge and meeting him. I didn't know what Barbasol was. So I thought he was just giving whipped cream to the guy with the pie at no, the next table that's over. No, poison. It's going to hurt him. Gross. <laughs> so I didn't really, I feel like Nedry didn't land as the villain he should have landed as. <laughs> but he is mean to the Dilophosaurus and that's how you know that's like he's true. mean to animals. So he's not he's very bad. nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he does try and, like, throw a stick for it. That's kind of nice. I don't think that's for it. I think that's for him. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants it gone, but he's not willing to, like, shove it down a hill, which is something. <laughs> but that, to the point of, it's just a little too big. I think that's, yes. like, he's not going to want to fight that thing. No. <laughs> he no. is scared of it. I would be, too. I lo- the shot of him peeking around the, the tree and singing, like, ah, okay. And just... <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just goes, Okay. <laughs> You know how you, t- well, okay, maybe this is just me revealing an embarrassing secret, but you oh, know yeah. how you talk to yourself out loud when you're, like, alone and it's scary? Sure. Yeah. Let's say I do. This seems like that, where it's yeah. like, maybe if I, like, the sound of my own voice will ground me yeah, in. Yeah, reassure myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the funniest possible reaction to a Wayne dinosaur. Knight's so great. I love He's Wayne so Knight. good, yeah. <laughs> Very believable. Yes. Uh, so everything's offline and operation staff wanted to come online. So uh, to get this done, they all got to go to a maintenance shack way the hell the other side of the compound. Again, <laughs> what the fuck? So badly designed. There's probably an operational reason. I, I will give them the benefit of the doubt here. All right. Uh, but, uh, I won't. Ar- Arnold goes out there alone for some reason uh, to reboot the system. Yeah. Uh, the, the one thing that I think they thought ahead for and this is probably Muldoon's doing Mm. the raptor enclosure is on its own circuit if the rest of the park like the normal power cycling that they have to do doesn't affect the raptor pen I I absolutely can see Muldoon being like I will quit and I will burn this place to the ground if you do not set up some kind of security take that like the money for that generator out of my pay I don't care (laughs) I'm not willing to die on this island for it jokes on him but yes so at least there's not that in the mix yes though we do either way we have to hold on to our butts (laughs) he says it twice i love it so much (laughs) it's a sketchphrase (laughs) good for him (laughs) do you think it was funny to see him show up in this after like pulp fiction like (laughs) it's gotta be like a little 
jarring, right? To have him be the like he is head of operations. That's his yeah. job, right? That in this, yeah, yeah. That's just like software engineer yeah, type, yeah. So different, but I I love it. He's so good at being a like beleaguered office guy. Yes, it's great. You, which you wouldn't think. It's yeah. it's very funny. But like again, this is the first thing I feel like I knew him from. So everything after this, I'm like, why yeah. isn't he playing a beleaguered office type? He tell, well, he probably tells someone to hang under their butts, but yeah, with more profanity. What if that became like Sam Jackson's catchphrase just all the time? <laughs> He's going to say the thing. As a person, you yeah, say the, the line. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he doesn't come back. So Sattler and Muldoon got to go out and search for survivors and get uh, everything started up. And that's when we learn that uh, rebooting the park killed the rafter pen power. So they are uh, loose. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have a look of consternation. I yeah, I thought this. T-Rex came before rafter pen Oh, did pen I say T-Rex? Down. We have skipped the T-Rex. Oh, T-Rex is, yeah, yeah. He he got out. It was a good scene. <laughs> I know that. I wanted to talk about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, then let's talk about it. I'm just, I'm just moving through. Oh, sorry, so, sorry, yeah. sorry. No, the, the, other, the other thing, well, I guess a logical segue then. The other scene that's like distinctly does not have any music and you you remember it as mm. having music. It, it's, so, it's so effective is that T-Rex escape <coughs> scene. It's all up to the sound effects at that point. It's mm. all up to the soundscape. Mm-hmm. And... I feel like if you, like, the first time you hear the full-on pointed-at-your-face T-Rex roar has to be on its own. Yes. You have to be like, what the fuck is that noise? Like, all of its weird harmonics, mm. all of its, like, it, it just could not happen over music to be as effective. Yeah, and if you don't include labored breathing from the Triceratops, mm. this is the first dinosaur sound you're hearing. That's not like chirps or yeah. little... Yeah, yeah, that's true. And boy, howdy. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason. Like, there's there's this and Godzilla, right? That are the two, like, instantly recognizable, like, movie monster noises. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's so good. It, and it's like, it, it's so... It goes on so long. I know. It's so His long. lungs are huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it a lot. I love the... Like, we saw it with the raptor a little bit mm. um in the beginning where it's eye to eye with muldoon like she she knows she's looking at her enemy mm. when they're eyeballing each other through the the slats of the pen yeah. like there's a very instant hatred <laughs> there and the t-rex is sort of not that it's obviously intelligent but it's just a force of nature yeah. it's not a person it's not a character in that same way it's not a recognizable intelligence i feel like it's just it's it is just like i'm big Series so i systems. do what i want yeah <laughs> i have no con- like you're too small you're annoying the yeah, people I, are annoying him more than anything uh, her, sorry the oh yes of course i love the uh classic flashlight in the eye and his pupils dilate yeah. that's a real like i don't know what i'm looking at like, like that from the t-rex just i oh, don't yeah. understand like, what is happening my eye just hurts all yeah. of a sudden yeah so i'll kill it yeah <laughs> Solves most of its problems. Like, I get the feeling that he's not, hung- she's not hungry at all, and it's no. just like, I, I'm just wandering around and there's lights, so I'm gonna smash it. She just has a bad attitude. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a cranky animal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. All that, like, this is, this feels like anybody watching the movie now will always say this. You already said it in this episode. It all looks so good, and there's no oh. CG in any of the initial T Rex right. stuff. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah. Yes, because, again, Steven just has this he this need to punish himself by putting animatronics around water. Yeah. I don't know what his fucking deal is with this. At least this one wasn't submerged. Well, true. <laughs> but like doing a little better. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly better odds. Yeah, I, it's it's absolutely mind-blowing how 
immersive and how good it still looks. And you just, mm. that weird flatness that you get with really rushed CGI yeah. now, it would have looked so, I don't know. It wouldn't have been impactful. I it's feel just like. not, yeah. Because yeah. you'd get all the sound, the excellent sound design leading up, and then it'd just be like, oh, here's a thing that has no weight in universe. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 And, like, you can feel the, you know... The kids like pushing up, trying to keep the roof between yeah. them and the and the snout <laughs> is always a very like to me that was way scarier than the T Rex eating the lawyer. Like, because <laughs> the T Rex eating the lawyer is funny. <laughs> it's objectively very funny. There's yeah. a toilet involved. When yeah. you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe. Yeah, uh, Malcolm is very quippy in this. But, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, shout out that part. Shout out T-Rex. Yeah, the, like, even the, I, like, I, I'm not a big, I don't like the rush CG stuff. When CG stuff is done well, it's great. Because, oh, yeah. like, in this, everything that's cg for the most part, has the proper weight and everything. Yes. Like, uh, the T-Rex chasing Sattler and Muldoon when they pick up Malcolm. Yeah. Like, smashing through the trees and stuff, that's all CG stuff, and it looks Excellent. Yeah. yeah. And like later on when the raptors like knocking over dishes in the kitchen and mm. stuff, it doesn't look like that came out of nowhere and, and it's not attached to the action of the raptors. Yeah. Things it's, like that. Yeah, it all the physics of it all feel right. Yeah. That's the the big take I got. On yes. That. <laughs> yeah, no. There must be something just in the human brain that just like that's just not quite right. Yeah. And this totally overrides it. Like, you're aware dinosaurs aren't real, but you're like, <laughs> that's a dinosaur. And it's doing that to those people. And I like the just this isn't super duper related, but uh close but not quite got it uh, kind of reminds me. I know I watched this movie as a kid and I was like, that's what we think dinosaurs are like and we learned later on feathers and you know all sure, this stuff. Sure. But no, when they were making this movie they like this isn't what Velociraptors look like at the time. Oh, Velociraptors really? are so much smaller than they are in this movie. Oh. <laughs> uh, there's tons of stuff that's super uh, anachronistic for the knowledge in 1993 of dinosaurs. So, oh, like, really? going on now, where we're all like, it didn't look like that. Yeah, it didn't. didn't we didn't think it looked like that then. Is this like, when was the book written? Was that maybe nope. part of it? Not even? Okay. Like, right. the book doesn't get into a lot of the descriptions other than, you know, very obvious big lizard, all that kind of stuff. Sure. But, like, when they were designing it, they were like, uh, this isn't, like, the Velociraptors aren't as menacing as we want them to be. Mm. Let's make them, like, literally two feet taller. Okay. Uh, let's make their feet, like, three times wider. Like, that kind of oh, thing. okay. All right. Uh, there's a famous bit about how the Utah Raptor was discovered shortly after this. Yes, right. And the Utah Raptor looks almost exactly like the Velociraptor in this right. movie does. It's just this funny, there's a quote from one of the one of the, the visual effects people saying that, like, yeah, it's kind of funny. It feels like we designed it and then archaeologists discovered it. <laughs> Like, I'm a god! <laughs> Meanwhile, in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> One toe pops out from under the sand. So I know that helps me okay. with a lot of the like, oh, it's not quite right. Like, no, it was eh, never. Yeah. But it's all done away with like, yeah, we were missing tons of the genomes. We well, plugged this in is frogs. The thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you're not actually looking at dinosaurs anyway. You're looking yeah. at our best option in terms of keeping them alive yeah yeah it's really good i don't know if this is true or not i think it is i've retained it the t-rex footfall mm. and the quiver Stop. in the water yes i think they have like a bass guitar string 
under the hood of the car and they like twanging yep. and that's what <laughs> causes that ripple i like that a lot it's at like a really specific frequency that yeah. just makes it very equidistant the, nice. the ripple very yeah. clean ripple yeah dope what can't music do <laughs> wow thanks bass players <laughs> turning the camera that isn't there <laughs> we made this movie happen <laughs> iconic very iconic yeah all that t-rex stuff is great mm-hmm. and then we get to raptor time raptor town yeah uh, this, I think, is where it, like, the the fear just ramps the fuck up because these are your side. They're, like, people that hate you specifically. <laughs> the T-Rex is, like, if we get far enough away, she'll forget. Yeah, we know how to deal with an animal is yeah. kind of what it's like. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Not these Not ones. One. Nope, nope, it's different. They it's like trying you. to fight a dolphin with... <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> a dolphin that has legs and also a buzzsaw. <laughs> or just a regular emu, one of the <laughs> Actually, yeah, and we do lose that fight quite often. Yeah, we do. Uh, oh my god. Another Wikipedia hole for you there. Go look at the Emu Australian War. That's actually the closest we've had to like a Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. In real life is emus winning that battle. Yeah, we lost a war to emus. We did. Yeah. We just humanity is what oh, sure, I'm referring sure. to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Australia specifically, humanity in general. Yeah. I also skipped over uh, the Brachiosaurus with a sinus problem. I just oh, yes, want to give course. him a highlight because yeah. it's very cute. <laughs> it also really it, it's this like Again, Ellie's thing of, like, there are multiple hundreds of organisms interacting in this ecosystem that Mm -hmm. you've built for no reason, like, on vibes only. Like, this one has a cold now. What did you give it? Did you give the dinosaurs, like, smallpox? What is going on? (laughs) You know? There's no cure for the common cold. He's just got a regular cold. It's always been true. And we got new dino babies running around. Yeah. Because of... Swapping genders, as happens in nature. Mm-hmm. I like that it's attributed to, like, only frogs do this. Like, no, this is a pretty well-documented <laughs> pretty thing in biology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the music for that because it's half, like, ethereal and, mm. like, wonderful, magical thing that's happened, but it's half, like, terrifying as hell. Yeah. Because, yeah, it is, like, the scientist in him looking at these these eggs that have hatched and their little feet wandering off into the forest is like oh my god nature like the reason i got into the like literal magic for all you know right and then like oh no they're gonna kill me it's the pitter patter of little murderers (laughs) little murdering feet (laughs) yeah we get that sweet gallimimus herd flocking over them which Mm -hmm. is great getting the t-rex eating the Munching on a Gallimimus. Nom, nom, nom. It's a very, there's always a bigger fish of yes. <laughs> this franchise. Uh, but, Sorry to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, felt myself deflate with that, like, nah, quite God. Quiet God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm just kind of jumping all over the place with the dino yeah. stuff. Just love to give everybody a mention because Muldoon <laughs> gets clever girled yeah. and iconic line goes into history. It's great. She I love is. that. They each, Muldoon gives the raptor the time to attack, and the raptor gives Muldoon time to say clever girl. Yes, she knows, yeah. Very movie moment, but I won't fault you. It's great. Uh, (laughs) It does feel like if she could, she would say, any last words? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jugular. Yes, it's, it's great. such a good setup too because we've we've almost at this point forgotten from yeah. the beginning. Where, so much stuff has happened. Yes, a lot of things have happened. Grant is describing like here's how Velociraptors hunt, and like sure it was just theoretical. It's just like oh neat, it's true. <laughs> he was right. Fuck. Neat. 
Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's a consolation to you. Wow, he was right about everything. <laughs> that's, this is why I just inherently trust Sam Neill, because he was right about all the dinosaurs. stuff. Which is extremely funny, too, because yeah. every other movie I've ever seen him in, he's a fucking psychopath. Yes. He's like a deranged, dangerous lunatic. Yep. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's great. great. Good for him. The range. <laughs> home, home on the range. Yeah. Of Dr. Grant. I don't know what I'm saying at this point. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sattler restores power. Tim gets electrocuted. Uh, Sattler locks up the raptor. And we get the brilliant kind of like, yes. oh, is it contained? Like, yeah, unless they figured out how to open doors. And cut then cut to. to. <laughs> so great. Excellent. And that kitchen scene with the raptors. That's Ooh, the one baby. when I think of stuff that holds up. That is so complicated. Mm. Yes. VFX work, and it all looks so goddamn great. The the, the sheer amount of reflections yeah, that, that which you'd is like, have to, like, oh my god. Not only reflections, but like properly, uh, like, funhouse mirror reflections. Yes, yeah. That just, it's so much difficulty piled on, so much difficulty mm-hmm. piled on, so much difficulty. Like, shout the fuck out. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's it's very tense. It's mm. got this like, oh my god, like if I can just like you're suddenly so aware that you're made of meat, mm, just yeah. surrounded by all this like shiny chrome. I do like that the raptors chased him into the kitchen too, like, <laughs> where are my meals? <laughs> Going to make you soup. Calling out this is like the T Rex roar is Obviously, I, the big yeah. iconic thing. But my second favorite dino mm. noise is the weird raptor cough. The bark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it because it's such a, like, there are so many things in nature that make sounds that you're like, why? What no, stop it. Yeah. And it's just, it's such a perfect, like, you know exactly what it's communicating. It's different from every other noise that it makes. Yeah. I, oh, it's so great. It's very Killer. good. Great design. Yeah. Love it. Uh, and then we get the big visitor center escape. All the the raptors jumping all over him. I, every every second of this last like oh. getting the power back on, fighting to keep the door closed against the raptor, and then the raptor is just like, oh, a fucking window. I'll just break it. Yeah. Oh wait. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's great. We get the phones restored. Helicopter comes. We escape. And thanks that child that knows Unix. Is that's that Unix? yeah. That's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will allow that. It's it's a good sign. That we were right about the security system. If a child can do it, you need a better security system. It's literally but child's play. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I believe it. I believe that they put exactly as much money into it as they needed, and mm. that means that a kid who doesn't come out of their bedroom because they're too busy, like hacking, <laughs> or whatever the equivalent would be, then um, that was still could hacking. Do it. Yeah. All yeah. right. And she prefers to be called a hacker. Okay. That's right, she does. <laughs> <laughs> She's so funny. And that's that's Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. You barely escape off the island. Yeah. It's God, so it's like every other Jurassic Park really tries to capture the magic of this one and none can do it for my for my dollar. Yeah, yeah, I know that I have seen, I haven't seen the most recent one. I don't know if it's out. Um, the one where the original trio like comes back. Mm. I've seen all the others. I, I know that I have, but fuck me if I can remember a single thing that happens. I, the, really, the thing that sticks out to me the most in the second one <laughs> is that they're on the TTC. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember. Jeff I don't remember is that. sitting on a Toronto uh, subway car. The only thing I remember is there's some really good raptors and tall grass stuff in the second one. Oh, is there? Really, okay. like, it's a, like five 
second scene, but I, I, I remember as a kid being like, wow, I haven't watched it since. Yeah. But uh, And we get like all the King Kong stuff with the baby T-Rex in the second one. Okay. Uh, King Kong just be, they bring it back to the mainland. Oh, kind of deal. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I need to remember. explain that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. I know I've seen the third one. Yeah, I same same boat. Like yeah. I remember some of the first Chris Pratt one because there was some, I to my like some good mean-hearted dinosaur kills in that. Yes, I feel like that's been making the rounds recently, and I just learned that the woman who dies like really viciously for no reason, she was like, "My character doesn't do a lot. Can I have a really gnarly death?" Oh, that was her idea. So she requested uh, it apparently. Yeah, which good like honor. congratulations, big congrats, you succeeded. Yeah, Everyone's head on a head, still talking about on a head on a dinosaur, <laughs> on a bigger dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. I, the the one thing I remember thinking about the sequels is that the deaths are quite gnarly. Yes, but I agree. I, with that. I couldn't tell you now what they even were. Nope. But. Uh, and I know we each want to talk about soundtracky things. Yeah. So to set this up for you, I want I want to run a brief little segment. Oh, please. A little do. game, Nick's little game for you. <laughs> okay. uh, so to give you some background, I didn't know this. Uh, Spielberg funded the creation of digital sound for this movie literally digital sound does not exist before this okay uh it is i don't know the specifics enough but it's like yeah the sound before this is tied to the film whereas this separates it out into its own track so it's less compressed and the idea was you should hear what's intended no matter where you're hearing this okay was kind of the idea um Okay. I don't know enough about it to say more than that. <laughs> uh, obviously, this is we've been talking about the sound design the whole way down. That's clearly it worked. Clearly, Spielberg was right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all the sound stuff was supervised by George Lucas uh, and nice. uh, Spielberg's longtime sound engineer collaborator Gary Rydstrom, mm. uh, and he's the one who created all the dino sounds that we know oh, and love. Nice. Okay. Uh, and I feel like this is pretty common knowledge. All the dino sounds in this are a lot of currently alive animals remixed and transformed into stuff um so it's time for me i will tell you the animal uh and you tell me what dinosaur you think uh they made it into yeah nice okay so this is a segment that i call honk if you're horny because dinosaurs have horns (laughs) sorry okay Certain us up. So what, this is the alive animal, you tell me what dinosaur has it in its sound library. There's got to be a simpler <laughs> way to say that. Uh, and bonus point is if you can tell me any other animal that's involved in this dinosaur. Because like, oh, they mixed okay. a lot of sure, sure. animal sounds together. So, okay. in this movie there's the sound of swan. What dinosaur makes a swan sound? Swan? Swan. What this is, kind of swan? Uh, regular. Standard issue. <laughs> Standard um, swan. Yeah. Pardon me. Regular sized. Your garden variety cruel swan. Awful swan. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's like a goose, but bigger. <laughs> I mean, I know what a swan is. <laughs> I'm just buying you time. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I'm wasting it. I'm going to guess one of the, I don't know, like the gal- galilomimus. Gal- galamimus? Galamimus. Yes, we pulled a real Tim on that one. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Damn it, what In- is it? Insert a, like, a really rude dinosaur sound here. <laughs> It is the Dilophosaurus. Oh, okay, okay. Really what other to... what other sounds do you think? Animal sounds you think? Got in, in the there? Dilophosaurus? Yeah, he's got a lot. There's a lot combined for Dilophosaurus. Oh. Monkey. Yep. Really. Specifically, howler monkeys. Are oh, in there. nice. Okay, yes, yeah. yeah, something that really carries. Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Nice. Okay. 
One of them I know is, when I tell you, you'll be like, oh yeah, of course. It's like incredibly obvious for Dilophosaurus once you know it. Oh, okay. What is it? Uh, It's Rattlesnake. Oh, great, okay. there's a fourth one in there too, which I would never have been able to guess, but just like a garden variety hawk like caw. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Raptor noise. Yeah. The bird. The bird. Yeah. <laughs> they just straight up put a rattlesnake yep. in it. I love that. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, let's just. <laughs> what other uh, creature does a warning sign to, yeah. Hmm. hmm. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah. All right. The next one up here is baby elephant. Aw. Baby elephant. Okay. Well, now I'm going to guess Brachiosaurus. Wrong. <laughs> oh, God damn it. This <laughs> is the T-Rex's roar. got baby elephant in there for the higher higher, uh, frequencies, but the low frequencies, there are two other animals in there. Think predators. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Lion? Uh, Close. There's a tiger in there. Oh, sure. Okay. Like your your standard issue orange stripey boy. (laughs) I don't know what a tiger is. I will. Did I throw you by asking what kind of swan? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a little bit. You're like, do you know what animals are? Just illustrate. I'm trying to conjure an image. Okay. These are things that T-Rex has eaten, I assume. (laughs) (laughs) They're jumbled around in his... her tummy. Yeah. And there's um, one more uh, reptile in there. Oh, okay. I can only think of a crocodile, but I don't Cl- know what No, it- yeah. Alligator is the other one. Oh, yeah? yeah. They just go like... No, they, they have a like... Kind of like... Yeah. When they All right. strike, typically they'll have... It sounds like a really hoarse shout. Alligators eating. Um, ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> to fall asleep to yeah. <laughs> Had terrifying dreams. That is so funny because that's such a great, like, if you want to really activate the monkey brain base of the human spine area, Mm -hmm. like, put in a tiger. Yeah. Put in, like, the screeching of an elephant, which is, like... You know, humans and elephants like are not that different. Like this one's very in trouble. Very expressive voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very high, very screamy. Like, oh shit! If it's in trouble, so am I. <laughs> and a crocodile, which is just like the. No, it's none of our business what's in the water. Don't ever ask this thing coming at you from like the depths. Yeah. Nice. Uh, next up, we got donkey. E ah. <laughs> Thank you. That's a donkey so much. noise. Thank you. Can we get Mr. DNA in here to explain <laughs> what animals are? They're like Pokemon. You eat them. <laughs> Don't say their own name. <laughs> uh, donkey. Donkey. Don- Some kind of like... Uh, I, I want to say one of the herbivores because I feel like You're it's right. a... Okay, yeah, all yeah. right. Um, Getting warmer. Ooh, is it the trike? Close. It is the Brachiosaurus this oh, time. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Brachiosauruses are all donkeys and whale songs combined. Oh, I wondered if there was whale, yeah, yeah. like singing to each other across the fields kind yeah. of thing. I think that the whale is all the higher pitch stuff, all the lower pitch stuff is donkey. And I mean, they're <laughs> okay. combined and, and stuff, but sure, that's, sure. yeah. Uh, this is the most dangerous animal, a guy breathing through a cardboard tube. What dinosaur do you think is a guy breathing through a cardboard tube? <laughs> breathing through a cardboard tube. Yeah, picture that, the sound of like... Blowing yeah. through that. What do you got? Uh, I'll give you a hint. It doesn't sound very healthy. Oh, is it the trike? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. all right. Combine yeah, that with some here. cows braying. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. I've got two left for you. Okay. Okay. This is the sound of tortoises mating. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, the raptors being eaten? It's the raptors. Yep. Really? Yep. <laughs> 
So this one's got a lot of stuff in there. So explain this to me. Yeah. yeah. So the tortoise's mating is, I think it's the coughing. <laughs> I just want you to know I'm learning this against my will. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm okay. making you learn it. Uh, they combine. So all the velociraptor has it. They have lots of different noises. They've got sure. dolphin screams in there, walrus mm. bellows, geese hisses. Yes. Fuck a geese. Yeah. Fuck a goose. Okay. The Specifically, the African crane's mating call. I think that's the really high, like, noise that it gets sometimes. And there is also human voice in there. Literally just people whispering. Dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy. Okay. And the last one, this is a repeat of a dino we've already mentioned. The male koala, who is like... It's like a fighting-ish kind right. of male koala. No, see, I know, I know that I've heard them do this because we went to see koalas at the zoo one time. They didn't do shit, and so we had to look them up later on YouTube to find out what they. And do. they, they, they got a real weirdly powerful low sound. Yeah. yeah. Male koalas, fighting, ko- fighting koalas, fighting koalas. You're fighting tree koala. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm going to say the raptor again. Is that... Very close. It's the T-Rex. Every time the T-Rex grunts, that's a koala. Oh. Like the... <laughs> when he's smashing the yeah, cars right. and stuff. He's being a... She. 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 Is being oh, okay. annoyed by things. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, the lesson here is that most animals you think are like precious are vicious murderers yeah. koalas are that geese are that dolphins are a oh, big time psychopaths <laughs> yeah that's so there's your sound design coming at you was there a what do you think the tack is for like were there dinosaur noises of it like maybe literally the original king kong like what have people tried to do that on film before jurassic park i know that there is some of the dino noises in king kong and they're weird mm. like i remember us watching the original one yeah. and it's like it's they not do what just you sound think like an elephant or something yeah, yeah. Some the, or they just literally just use one animal sound that already sure. exists like it makes like a leopard sound or yeah. something like that <laughs> it's very funny yeah. but okay god yeah. i mean just like the the Ah, so cool. <laughs> like having the creative freedom to be like, guess what? You decide what velociraptors sound like yeah. for the rest of time. Like- and it's like you can, in, in knowing how complex like the velociraptor design is, you can tell that there's a lot of thought gone into like, we need to make this sound menacing, yes. complex, but scary. Yes. Yeah. And like, it's not just a noise. It's a it's what they use to communicate yeah. and to scare off other dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And like, and it has to conform to just what kind of physiology do they have? Like, what's their throat like? Yeah. That had been so cool of a project to yeah, work on. Dope. Dope. Thanks for that segment. I'm not going to say its name, but I appreciate that you made it. Neither will I. <laughs> One and done. Uh, so now I'd love to throw over to you to talk about some score stuff. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I will try. I mean, I'm not sorry. Never mind. I was going to say I'm sorry if I if I take some material away no, from whatever. you. No, whatever. Uh, Just do it. Yeah. So <laughs> the the Jurassic Park soundtrack, obviously, like super iconic. Like everybody yeah. can literally just on a dime do one of the two themes that that people remember, right? Yeah. The arriving at the island or the seeing the dinosaurs for the first time kind of thing. Yep. And it's really funny because those are like, yes, those are most of the movie in the sense that if you're hearing music, it's probably going to be one of those two. Yeah. But there is also this third, the danger theme. Ooh. The like, the, yeah. Um, there's there's two elements that I really like that I feel like are under-discussed about it. One is that third theme, which is 
the danger theme. And another element is the orchestration, which is mm. what kind of instruments are used to play which of the themes nice. and how they interact. I This is what I wanted to talk about as well. Nice. I feel like we both picked up on this one specific thing. Yes, and yeah. you know what it is? It's because we bought a better sound system in the, <laughs> in the last time we watched Jurassic Park, and now I'm like, oh, interesting. You can hear the bass notes. You can hear, yes. And so there's this very uh, pervasive danger theme. Mm -hmm. And this is, it's funny you call it the danger theme. I think of it as this is nature theme. Sure. Yeah. I mean, inherently, they're they're the same, right? Yeah, they're, you are. It's not a question of who's going to win, <laughs> you know? You're in danger if you are the dinosaurs danger. are around. And especially the raptors. Like, it's something about yes. this, like, kind of nature consciousness, like this, mm. this animal intelligence. Yeah. There. Well, yeah. the whole park is just them underestimating how smart the animals are. Like, we're also just animals is kind of the message. And, like, we're not... Soup. We're only well equipped to survive because these other better animals died. Yeah, <laughs> that's really it. And the the danger theme is it, it's in the beginning and end, and mm -hmm. it's in Nedry's you know very James Bondy like escape music. Oh, it it's is. It's in the heist music too. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. very faintly, but mm. it is. And the. The beginning music is some of the coolest shit. Like, there's a lot more vocal parts to the soundtrack yeah. than I remember there being. You remember this big sweeping orchestral stuff, right? But a lot of the very intense music is creepy vocal noises mm -hmm. and a lot of electronic music, like this you was, said. Yeah, the I played this one of those like uh, performed the score live yes. to the to the to the movie as it's happening. Yeah. Um, and it is funny that yeah, we all remember the big orchestral stuff, yeah. but sitting down to like actually play it, like, oh, there's very little music to play, mm -hmm. but the f guy on the electric piano is losing his mind yeah. the whole time, just having to bang all this out. Yeah, he's the Dennis Nedry of the situation, <laughs> where if he does not sit down at his desk, the whole thing falls apart. Shall yeah. I play the danger theme real quick? Yeah, go yeah. for it, please. I got it queued up here. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that appears in a lot of places, and like, it's either calm and waiting as in when the raptor is being loaded in or it's like shrieking and loud and mm -hmm. very present yeah because in all the raptor escape stuff it's literally like uh tremolo that's the strings when they're strings the just fucking screaming away on it and yeah. then just like brass just going honk 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 yeah. honk 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 <laughs> like you get it do you get it it's you're dangerous. in you're in trouble I yeah. really want to play the opening bit too because it's please. It's, great. it's yeah. I always forget that it opens this way and it's intensely creepy. The whole movie, like taken as you know, this journey from the opening bit of soundtrack to the end bit of soundtrack, yeah. is just like this was a terrible idea front to back. A lot of people got killed. Look at this tale of like stupidity and death. <laughs> yeah. is what this movie. Oh is yeah, like it does give way. it a real like fairy tale grounding yes. in that way of yeah. just, it could happen to you. <laughs> Don't Once clone. Upon a time in a man's bank account. So I'll play the beginning and then uh, I'll play the end. Yeah, go too. for it. Yeah. So here's not the entire beginning, but where this danger theme happens. Yeah. It's so slowed down so you don't know what it is yet, but it gets yeah. your pattern brain recognizing it right away. Exactly. Yeah. And the other thing that I really like about that is the orchestration. That mm. instrument comes up a lot, but it's not part of the big sweeping main theme, so it's not as memorable. Yeah. But that is called a shaku... What is it? Um, shakuhachi flute? It's oh, a wooden flute. Sweet. Um, 
no metal, no keys, no hmm. gears, no nothing. Very natural. Just wooden. Yeah. It's a bamboo flute, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no mouthpieces. It's just one piece of wood carved. And like, that's what happens in those ver- very like eerie ethereal moments. Mm-hmm. The thing that I love about this, the little, this four note thing is that it doesn't, it's, there's like no rhythm on it really. There's no. It can be whatever you want. It doesn't really work as a tonal thing like it's not like a melodic thing like it it can't exist in a key signature right that's it has to have yeah yeah so it It makes no sense like trying to you know square peg round hole yeah so it feels very elemental to me in that way of just like here is a thing that is relentless it has structure of its own and we can't use it for anything and you can barely like you can't really understand it it's gonna do its own thing it's very malleable it can fit into any situation like suddenly it's there and you didn't realize or it was there the whole time you know the thing the just going back to performing this there's two things that i take away from performing it every time i hear the soundtrack Mm. is that this snippet it happens sometimes where the first note is on the downbeat, so like the really strong yeah, beat of the right. bar, and sometimes it's the pickup, so that the second note is the strong beat of the bar. Right. And it's very hard to play because your brain <laughs> wants to sort it into the same thing every time. Yes. But it it, it fucks you up. You, yep. you will make mistakes. Uh, and the other thing I remember is that the hardest um, cue in the entire soundtrack is the Mr. DNA part. That part is, is really? so much harder than oh, everything else. Do you else. have to play the cutesy little yeah. like, theme song? <laughs> but it's so schizophrenic and like wildly all over the place that it's incredibly hard to play. So uh, I promised I was going to play the end bit too. Yes, yeah, sorry. It's... Right. So we've got that opening like, oh, like it's a vocal thing. It's yeah. got the shakuhachi. It's, it's very like this is coming at you from the jungle. You yeah. don't know what you're looking at. And then we've gone through the whole soundtrack and yeah. we have this like, ba-da-da, you know, this very <laughs> cute, like the piano kind of takes over the, yeah. I think Jurassic Park maybe is the first movie to do the slowed down creepy piano version of the theme song. Oh, <laughs> It's not yeah. creepy, but like the the piano only version. Oh, E.T. does do it. E.T. Oh, yeah, does, e. gets okay. an incredible. All right, fair. Yeah. But yeah, so we've gone through this whole thing and like we should be victorious. You know, we made it off the island, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And the, the credits are rolling and this beautiful music is happening. And then it fades and out then... and then you get this. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck oh, you, viewer. <laughs> you thought it was good? <laughs> yeah, it ends on this, like, intensely creepy chord. The least settled sound you could hear. You Again, it doesn't fit into, like, a traditional movie soundtrack key mm. or structure. Yeah. It's just a big fuck you to your ears. <laughs> like, this pattern recognizer brain that we all have is just like, <laughs> you thought. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, yeah, super good. Again, playing, you know, a lot of those notes are the extremely high bits on the violin. Mm. There is there is metal involved, but, you know, it, you're just working with harmonics and, yeah. like, the way that sound interacts when it's sound waves in the air and stuff like that. And it's very, yeah, defies categorization. Like, your inner ear actively dislikes it yes. if you're used to hearing these patterns. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the dissonance causes, like, yeah. There's yeah. a fluttering you can get sometimes if you're especially sensitive to it. Yes, yeah. I get that a lot in like when movie theaters are too loud. Mm, you know, yeah. that feeling of you can feel the little hairs in your inner ear vibrating. Yeah. So it's very good. It's very good. Say. So yeah. there is like this extremely iconic, like, gorgeous, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like it's so funny to me that this 
beautiful theme is written for like big dinosaur yeah. like just some of the most beautiful music ever written and then this, this. <laughs> but it works great because it's so well juxtaposed yeah. and there's like virtually nothing in the middle like the yeah. <laughs> only other music you had already said is is it's a lot of like actiony stuff it's Nedry's just like jason Bourne escape music <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, the yeah. only other thing that I was going to mention on top of it is that uh, John Williams purposely wrote a lot of the, like, like the T-Rex is what I'm thinking of with mm. a lot of this. A lot of the non-melodic-y music he wrote to just try and uh, accentuate a lot of the movement and oh, cool. to okay. just add more characterization to the dinosaurs. And he called it his funny little ballets. <laughs> funny little dinosaur <laughs> ballets. Funny little T-Rex ballets. <laughs> what a cute little man. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I love it for, like... I, I love that you pointed out that it's a Nedry's thing. I wouldn't have picked up on that mm. because the next time I remember hearing it after the opening is when Muldoon says we're like we're not alone out here. Right, is when it comes back yes. in a more obvious way, and it just like it starts out very you know we get the spooky flute, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't come back until Nedry and then Muldoon. But it's growing in insistency and in it's not necessarily faster, but it's like just beating you over the head louder and louder with it every time. Just building to this, like, dude, <laughs> you're not gonna win. Yeah, it like not not only are you not gonna win, but the dinosaurs are enjoying eating you. Like, yeah, they're just having a regular day. Yeah, this is like <laughs> the the universe returning to what it should be. It yeah. makes me feel very insignificant. Yeah, <laughs> which <It's> is good. good. <laughs> we can use some of that. I, for one, welcome our new dino overlords. Yep. They deserve it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. I'm voting for the Velociraptor. <laughs> or he'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, really love the just how tense and insane the soundtrack yeah. gets by the end. Yeah, because it starts out so formal and mm-hmm. just winds up in such a crazy place. Yeah, just it. loud, just screeching. So much screeching in yeah. the soundtrack. It's just not something you would really hear <laughs> in other places. And I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about Williams because it's the summer of Spielberg. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I, I would bet this <laughs> is probably the advance. most <laughs> this is probably the most in-depth we'll get on him, I would bet, but we'll see. We said that about West Side Story and here we I are. didn't say that. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait, yes, I did. Yes, but you, you talked did. about the soundtrack this time. So yeah, it's that's true. <laughs> just trade the blame for it. Anyway, Jurassic Park, a perfect movie? Yes. S- so ordered. To that point. What, uh, you got any final thoughts on this guy? Or yeah? I just really, really love how it's never a competition. It is really just <laughs> like... Yeah, we're always trying to play catch up. Yeah. It, the, the question is posed like, would this be a bad idea? And the first 30 minutes is yes. And then the rest of the movie is here's why. <laughs> here's your punishment for even asking. Yeah, you, th- you thought that you could weasel your way. You fucking using, morons. Using yeah. nature's perfect weasel, the weasel. <laughs> I want I want a weasel. Do you think they introduce like <laughs> real animals into the park too? Like I there's think they a goat help to feed it. the like, Yeah, I mean what are you gonna do? Like you know, dome <laughs> like biodome above the park like They're huh? laying dinosaurs on top of an existing ecosystem, so yeah. Mm-hmm. They're stuck with the God, it's such a bad, <laughs> idea. Such a bad idea. But I want it so bad. <laughs> this is the one thing I'll allow human hubris to uh sure. have a pass on. Because it will be funny. It does feel like the perfect culmination of like we thought we were the smartest and the <laughs> coolest, and then we all died. But God, for a glorious moment. Yeah. Was it worth it? Probably. Probably. <laughs> uh, I'll take it. For my part, I just wanted to mention that this is the first movie I remember seeing the idea of destructive ambition represented. Mm, nice. Which nice. is not something you get in a lot of 
well, no, you, you probably do get in a lot of kids' movies. But this is, like, the one that really hammered, like, the. it wasn't that the villain was mustache trolling. That's what separates it from other yes. things. Yes, no, exactly. There's a sympathy, like, Hammond is the villain. Yeah. And... Hammond is the problem. Yeah, I guess that's the way to say yes. it. Yes. Um, yeah, it's the first time I remember ever seeing, oh, there is sympathy to this guy who is the problem. Mm. Like, it isn't clear-cut. Yeah. It is... Yeah, there's all this ambition wrapped up in a human being yeah. who does, everybody deserves respect and all that, except for billionaires. <laughs> Indeed, <yeah. laughs> they gave it up. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. I really, if you, if the biggest fucking, the thing that made me start keeping the list of red flags <laughs> was uh, the the head miner, like the guy in charge of the, the dig for the amber. Mm. Miguel saying, Sandoval. Yes, yes, Miguel Sandoval. Saying Howard hates inspections, or Hammond hates ex- inspections, they slow everything down. Yeah. Boink, 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 <laughs> yeah. boink. Kill Bill Siren going off in yeah. the head. <laughs> Get the fuck out of there and take all your very vulnerable workers yeah. with you. Yeah, God. It is a countdown until next <laughs> disaster. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, days since last cave-in is probably zero. Yeah. So, like, but that's the thing is... There are people like that out there right now. Oh my God, they're everywhere. Some of them are your bosses. Uh, uh, most of them are in a yeah. <laughs> an employing position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's you're right. It's it's an unusually nuanced thing to see in like what is essentially a children's movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say like a teen movie, adolescent movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mean children's movie in like a like a disparaging way. Just a a movie that is easily graspable by children. Mm, yeah. It's okay. So it's so like straightforward and it's very. Um, it's rich. It's very layered in its yeah. yeah in its narrative tendencies. Yeah, but there's a very clear message. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't make dinosaurs. <laughs> Just in case you were thinking of it, don't you dare. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. It's so great. It always works so well. An amazing movie. Yeah. I, I really, I'm glad to see that this isn't just like childhood mm. fond memories. This is a fucking kick-ass movie. Universally beloved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's a universal movie. I think. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, it's not. Yes, no, it is, it is isn't okay. it? Okay. <laughs> we just watched this. Uh, so let's uh, double bill this bad boy. This, this Bad girl. Bad girl, yes, yes, thank you. This clever bad girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and would you like to take us away with that? Oh, sure. So I'm going to pair it with another movie that has just, like, everybody talks about the effects. Mm. Um, it, came, it was kind of born out of a, like, we we just like someone needs to take the creative reins on this movie and go for it and just like what's your vision enact this vision mm. so it's got that meta layer as well of like just because you can doesn't necessarily mean you should oh boy i'm excited <laughs> i'm going to pair this with house 1977 <laughs> the japanese surrealist horror comedy um yes yeah. uh <laughs> It's 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 plot honestly is pretty similar fair, where yeah. they're like trapped in one location with like a danger you don't really understand and Cannot you have fathom. no way of fighting against. Yeah. yeah. You're getting picked off like one by one in different ways depending on your, you know, what you came into the situation with. Like yeah. Muldoon gets taken out by the the raptors, his enemy. <laughs> and uh yeah, anyway, um yeah, there's the the backstory on House is very funny because it was, yeah, it's a Toho movie and Toho produced like Godzilla mm. and you know all those kaiju movies, the big ones and 
Kurosawa was was their big helm guy for for a while and they just got to a point in the 70s where they were like losing a lot of money because they were just pumping out so many like very conventional paint by numbers kind of movies and literally someone was like we are losing money on understandable movies on coherent (laughs) movies I need you to make something fucked up And the writer was like, I'll do it. Like, yeah. Or no, the, the writer like provided something and it sat around for several years because someone was like, okay, well, like, not that weird. <laughs> um, and then the director was like, let me have a crack at it. And wasn't it like his daughter was like, yes, this is what I of, think would be. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of the ideas that he got were from his preteen daughter because he was like, adults just want this very, like they want everything to fit into boxes nicely and like they want the mystery to be solved at the end and all of this and kids are just like, what if your reflection could eat you? (laughs) Just some real wild shit. What if a piano played you? Yeah, Yeah, this is just a very Yakov Smirnoff kind of a movie, (laughs) I guess. What if cat makes you its pet? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, and so you get this movie that like, almost the flip side of the coin where the effects are supposed to look bad. They're actually actively supposed to look bad. But the creative, like... The, you just trying out different like there were very cool process very shots very experimental and like, yeah yeah and just seeing what is entirely a creative vision like for the love <laughs> of the craft you know whatever that means to the craftsman yeah. <laughs> coming to life um and it also has that like sorry to be a bummer on here but um the writer i believe it was either the writer or the director um, lost a lot of his family and friends in the atomic bombings at mm-hmm. the end of World War II. And so he, the the villain, quote unquote, of this movie is a woman whose husband never came back from World War II. Yeah. And she was waiting for him, waiting for him. They were about to get married and then he just had to go away and never came never back. Came. And she never got a reason. She never talked to him again, never saw him. It's kind of implied that the family, like, pitied her and kind of left her to, like, fester in the house. Yeah. And so she just turned into this, like, wrathful spirit of, like, you can't just expect people, you can't just paper over that and expect people to behave normally. Yeah. It's this thing of, like, you've put a living creature with feelings in an environment where it has to take care of itself. What do you think it's going to do? Yeah. You know? be a t-rex or kill a bunch of teenage girls yeah a metaphorical t-rex exactly yeah. <laughs> it's yes. a ghost that's a metaphor for a t-rex am i understanding this right uh yeah <laughs> um and it's just a really fun time like it's blockbustery so in its own way in its own little weird way it's so tropey it's so tropey yeah. and and then it's just like and it doesn't matter this this thread will never be resolved or whatever <laughs> it is so uh, yeah, I'm going with that. And I am going with, like, as as goofy as it is and as easy as it would be for the movie to hinge entirely on the effects or, like, mm. the the crazy plot, um, you know, it it is more about how the characters are reacting to this extremely dangerous situation that yeah. they're in and, like, realizing, oh, fuck, we just wanted to go and have a nice time. Yeah. The goal now is to make it out alive, <laughs> you know? Kung Fu, save us. (laughs) She almost did. She almost did. Yeah. So that's what I'm going with. Sweet. I think, honestly, if you liked Jurassic Park, you will really like House if you haven't seen it yet. Yes. I can't put my finger on why, but yes, you would. Yeah. What is that, like 77 or 77? 77. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So go for it. 
Nice. Uh, well, my double build choice is very different. I am going with the like the tack of like let's look at other cases of insane hubris that mm. makes sense to the person but nobody else. Okay. <laughs> to the person experiencing right. their pride in the, the thing that they've built. Kay. So I'm going with prestige war drama, The Bridge on the River Kwai. Oh, from David solid. Lean. Nice. Yeah, it's a nice nice 50s war drama guy. Um, (laughs) Okay, so you're making Bridge on the River Kwai is your, like, art piece. Yeah. Nice. Very much. So if you haven't watched Bridge on the River Kwai, it's great. Uh, There's a reason it's a classic. Mm -hmm. Uh, English POWs are forced to construct a bridge to aid uh, their Japanese captors, and this is during World War II, uh, if I remember right. Right? I should know that better. Uh, (laughs) I mean... It's just the backdrop. Sure. Yeah. Uh, English Colonel POW uh, supervising the the construction, not destruction, (laughs) is Alec Guinness, and he's taking, like, very huge pride in his work to the point of there are American and British attempts to sabotage the bridge that he foils because he's like, no, it's my bridge. I built it and, like, my countrymen and I came together to build this thing. Like, yeah, it's getting a lot of your countrymen murdered. Yeah, and the, like, the the Hammond's um, speech where he's eating ice cream and talking about how he's just a con man uh, really plays side by side in my brain with Alec Guinness realizing he has a what have I done moment. Yes. That is like spine a tingling. It's seared into my brain. Yeah. For sure. It's so sad and tragic in Bridge on the River Quiet, but it is like that's take away all the blockbustery stuff. That's exactly what's happening to Hammond. They're both old British men that (laughs) have kind of screwed the pooch and are like paying for it with their people's lives. Yeah. In a big way. Um, Nice. Yeah. So it's yeah dealing with the reality of your Huber, like forced to confront it, no choice but to confront it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Having that taken away from you, that crutch of like, but I'm taking pride in my work. Like, yeah. Doesn't matter. It literally does not matter. Yeah. Like think about for one second the real world. Yeah. Like that's yeah. exactly. Nice. Yeah. So that's... Oh, that's such a solid thing. <laughs> I had a really hard time with this one because it's so Jurassic Park is like so. Singular, you know, yeah. it's a, a real tentpole thing. And like, I think it's hard, too, when it's like, this is so nested in our mind as, like, Jurassic Park has existed in our entire lifetimes, pretty much. <laughs> Almost, yeah. So it's hard to take a thing that you know so well yeah. and be like, and it's also like another thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I owned this on Laserdisc. Oh, That's yeah. how, yeah. You you said that like it's a long time ago. I had this on VHS. This is that's considerably older. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. You could still buy it on VHS for a while, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Laserdisc was... Not no, that's around true. For you were the more niche guy, yeah. getter, and I'm the old. I watched it when it was on Laserdisc. <laughs> the only real way to watch Jurassic Park is on Laserdisc. I think Spielberg wanted it that way. <laughs> yeah, it's written in the screenplay at the very end. Watch this on Laserdisc, <laughs> and then the spooky noise happens. <laughs> Laserdisc. <laughs> That's actually what it would sound like when you tried to eject a fucking laser disc. <laughs> All the problems of VHS now. It's yeah, it makes that grinding cord. Yeah. <laughs> what we're saying is technology is bad. <laughs> if you take anything away, <laughs> rip your headphones out of your ears right now. <laughs> Throw them in a lake. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Well, it's been a delight talking about Jurassic Park, but I think we'll wrap it up here for yes. our first week of uh, Summer of Spielberg. So yeah, I can't remember what's next week, but we'll talk about that then. Uh, you can find us at Garbage Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Please rate and review us on that their podcast platform of your choice. Podcast. Podcast. Podcast platform. <laughs> I'm getting a little marbly mouthed here at the end. I had to pronounce all those dinosaur names. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yes. 
Thank you so much. Uh, Aaron, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, anyone who's not a Velociraptor can find me on the internet at Maclebase, M-A-C-L-E-B-A-S-S. And uh, Velociraptors can engage with me directly at Dick R. Navis. <laughs> there's, a, there's a handlebar on your account, <laughs> yep. so they will be able to get in. <laughs> Easy access. Yeah. So I hope that you will come back and join us next time for another pile of garbage. Here I'm now by myself, uh, uh, talking to myself. That's that's chaos, dear. <laughs> <laughs>